Welcome to the Life Factors Podcast, where we will help you overcome your past and pursue a successful future. Are you ready to be inspired? Through the stories of Christian influencers, you will be encouraged and excited to overcome and succeed. And now, your host, pastor, author, and speaker, Sean Tice. I'm excited to have Holly Besser as our guest today. Holly, are you ready to inspire? (laughs) I hope so. That's great. It's National Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month, if you did not know that, October 2015. Um, this is in our theme. Um, pretty much you know, most of the month we're trying to cover this at lifefactors.org. Uh, visit our, our site to find resources, posts, links to helpful information regarding this topic. But honestly, we don't have a ton on our website. Uh, we're trying to find other ministries that are proficient in this. And that's why we have our guest today, Holly Besser. She is has done a great work um, in this ministry. She, Holly Besser is a, a wife and a mother, and also she's president at Perfect Joy Ministries. Uh, Perfect Joy Ministries, it was founded in memory of four precious heavenly children, Blessing, uh, Brooks Fraden, Bliss Grace, and Bethsaida Faith, um, seeking to bring awareness to the silent subject of child loss, specifically miscarriage and stillbirth, to bring legitimacy to grief and pain, and to encourage parents to find a path to joy and a life full of counting the blessings of being a parent to an angel baby. Um, Holly, I've briefly introduced you. Could you take a moment and tell us more about yourself and your ministry and what you do at Perfect Joy Ministries? Sure. Um, I am 33 years a child of God. I'm 15 years a wife to my very best friend. I'm a mother to seven children. Channing is seven. Carter is five. Kelsey is two. And then you already mentioned my four in heaven. Um, I am founder and president of Perfect Joy Ministry. Um, I'm honored to work with three amazing board members. Um, we have lots of volunteers as well. I am a team leader at a local MOPS group, which has grown from six moms to nearly 30 in the last couple of years, so that's been very exciting. We attend South Appalachian Baptist Church, where I'm on the Women's Ministry Committee. And my husband and I also manage two mobile home parks um, on the side. Keeps us busy. Um, but Perfect Joy Ministries was founded out of a need to give women something tangible to hold on to, especially women, because um, we tend to be that way, um, men as well, but um, something tangible to hold on to, because as especially with miscarriage, you go in pregnant to the doctor's office, and you leave the hospital not, and that's about it. We don't have anything tangible to hang on to. So our, our desire was to bring something tangible, to legitimize the loss and to give a little comfort. Um, we also, we started with just hats because that is kind of what started it for me. Um, I received a few hats in the mail from my babies and it was just so cool to just hold those hats and say, wow, you know, my babies were really tiny. And, um, so I wanted to make the hats match the size of the baby's head. So that is what we do. And that is our biggest thing that we, um, send out is a hat that matches the size so that if your baby had actually been born at that stage, that hat would fit. Um, so that has been a huge blessing. And just seeing that grow out of that, we've, we've grown into quite a large ministry that does several other things, but that's the main thing. And I just think you have a, you have an incredible ministry. Um, you know, we, I just want to thank you publicly for, you know, bringing us or sending us a, a care bundle. 
Um, we, we received a bundle, and I'm looking through it right now. I brought it with me um, to the office, but I, I wanted to you know, just thank you for that. It's such an amazing bundle, and um, all the different things inside it, you know, you give a little a handmade blanket, you give um, tissues to, to wipe away the tears, you give a, um, a gospel track with stories, and, and just all kinds of stuff in the bundle. And I just... Um, honestly, my wife and I were going through it last night, and it really just it, it helped with the healing process. Um, is yeah. if you're listening, you don't know my, my wife and I went through a uh, we went through a, a miscarriage last year uh, in March of last year, and it, it was honestly I I didn't realize how bad it would be, how hard it would be to go through something mm-hmm. like that until you go through it. Right. Um, I had no idea that it would be that much of a struggle uh, for my wife and I, and. Uh, I wrote an article on our website about it. Um, you know, three regrets mm-hmm. of the husband of a miscarriage. Because honestly, I, I, I didn't. I don't feel like I handled it right. Um, but and I think a lot of men do handle it that way. So I think what you're doing is with your bundle, it really just helps helps a couple look through the stuff, read through it. It helps them heal through the process. Even just last night, sitting with my wife. I mean, over a year and a half later. We, we were able to really find some more closure on what happened um, because it's such a mm-hmm. it's such an interesting situation. I mean, you, you lose a baby. You, you, you never physically, you know, maybe if it's just a miscarriage, you don't physically get to hold that baby. Sometimes you do. I guess if it was a stillbirth, things like that. But you, know, you, you just don't get to talk to that baby. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just so you, you're, mm-hmm. you're bringing a you're giving us an opportunity to be able to to think about that baby more, to be able to have things that, you know, like this little blanket, like we can, you know, it, it feels like this is that baby's blanket now. I'm holding it in my hand. And you said about people gave you hats and things like that. I just want to thank you publicly mm-hmm. for that. And I, I want you to tell a little more about that right, right now. Just tell us more about the bundle, how you got the idea of that and, and what, you know, what it means to people. And if you want to give more information about it um, and how to, how to get one for people that are going through that. Okay. Um, well, like I said, it started with the hats, um, and then each item has been handpicked. Um, the board members have helped me, and um, we have each gone through, all of us except for one of us, have gone through our personal losses. Um, so we've had an idea of what meant something to us when we lost our baby um, or babies. Um, but, yeah, the, the handmade blankets was actually something someone offered to send to us, and we've included that into the bundles, and they they've been accepted really well. People really, and they really appreciate having something, you know, a little bigger, something like you said, that it's just for that baby. Um, it has that baby's name almost on it. It feels that way. Um, we also include a small certificate of life, which a lot of people have mentioned is really special to them because you don't get a birth certificate. You don't even get a death certificate. Um, you don't get anything in writing that has your baby's name on it. And um, for the majority of these, families, they do name the babies. It is, it is probably 10% of the early miscarriages that don't have a name or don't give us a name. But other than that, most of them name their baby. They even pick a gender that they would prefer or that they felt it was if they don't know. Um, so it's very personal. It's not It's not as, um, like you had said, um, when I, before I had lost one, I, I really just didn't think it was that big of a deal. So I went through it myself, and then I was like, wow, I'm a pretty tough person, and this hit me hard. Um, so I think we've realized, you know, all of us girls have realized that it, there really is a need to talk about this as opposed to just bury it. Um, and speaking to a lot of the older generation, they were not allowed to discuss this kind of thing, really. It just wasn't done. And so to hear some of them say, wow, you know, this is cool. I get to actually think of my babies now and remember them and 
almost breathe them now. I, I couldn't do it back then. Um, we try to personalize each of the bundles. So if someone um, has a theme that they had picked out for that child, or if when uh, like their first stillbirth, if they had buried the child with a particular, you know, Disney character um, or stuffed bear or something like that, we try to personalize that bundle. If someone gives us that, the same with color, um, we try to pick a hat that would color-wise go with what their theme was, and then we add stuff to it, so little buttons or little charms or something that would um, highlight if that person does Winnie the Pooh, then we try to add Winnie the Pooh all over it. We try to add a stuffed Winnie the Pooh if we can, if we have one on hand. Um, all of that stuff, we try to personalize to that baby so that when the person opens it, it wasn't just a generic gift. It was hand-picked for them and and even decorated and put together for that baby particularly. Um, if they have more than one lot, we give them a hat for each of the babies. We have one, we usually give them one blanket to signify all of them just because of um, bulk and that sort of thing. It's difficult to mail, but um, we try to add, like I said, a stuffed animal. We figure tissues, um, little, sometimes we get pins or magnets, and sometimes people will donate stuff. So we'll take, you know, what people give us, and we fit them into the bundle that we feel is appropriate. Like I said, each one is hand-picked, so... Each one kind of varies a little bit. Um, we put the gospel message in every single one because we feel if we bring people back to Christ, that is the answer to every problem. And um, so it's been amazing to see. We've sent out literally, I would say, around 2,000 of these in just a couple of years. And the amount has grown. So probably every other month we send out about 75-ish. So um, we send out a lot of these. And... Um, it's awesome to think people are coming to us to get the gospel. So that is our that is our main um, push in this, obviously, is just to share the gospel with them. Um, but in order to order one, you just have to go to the website, and there's a, um, a tab for doy bundles. You just click on it. At the very bottom, there's a request form. It's really easy. Um, if you have any problems, you can connect with us a million other ways. We have tons of contact tabs, and just contact us, and we'll send you a link for it. Okay, great. And and this and honestly, I think it's such a great way to help people heal and as you said, to spread the gospel and that's what we're as Christians, that's what we're all about. Um yeah. I just I'm really excited about your ministry and what you're doing and and as we are highlighting uh, National Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month, um I think your ministry definitely needs highlighted. And so we'll have links to your website on our on lifefactors.org and we'll have uh you know, I'll even include a link to where you can order uh, these resources. So if you're if you're just a friend of somebody or a relative, you can order it for a friend or somebody that's going through that, yes. or does it have to be that person? No, nope, you can order it for someone else. There's actually a, a spot there to put your name if you want it to be added. We have a spot in the bundle that you can, we can add you as a requester. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to go ahead and go into the the next part of our interview, and, and you know, we, we we talked about you know your ministry and you for for a little bit. Um, Later in the podcast, I want to I want to have you highlight your ministry a little more. Um, but right now, I want to go into just talking about you as a person and as a Christian influencer because I believe that's it's what you're doing. We're going to go into a series of questions, just really just discussing um, you as a person, you, you with your ministry, things like that, and I try to incorporate uh, things about National Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. And so, you know, some of the questions have that in it. It's a little bit different format than our, our normal uh, podcast, but I want to make sure that we cover this because I think there's so many people out there that are struggling with healing from these issues. So I'm excited to have you here to help inspire. Holly, part of inspiring others to overcome their past, we ask for our guests to share a story about a time when God helped them overcome. 
Holly, please take a moment and tell us about your story of child loss and how you were able to heal from that. All right. Um, what comes to mind first of overcoming is definitely losing our children. That was probably one of the biggest events in our lives. Um, they all kind of happened within a span of a few years, so it's a, it kind of takes up a section of our life. Um, but the circumstances that surrounded my third loss was especially challenging. Um, I had reached a second trimester and went in for my first ultrasound. The picture on the screen showed a perfect little baby. Um, we could count every finger and every toe. There was a cute button nose and a tiny little chin. Um, the perfect beauty was quickly replaced with the painful sadness that we realized our child's heart was silent. Um, a month after the loss of that child, I had to have a thyroidectomy, and, and that was due to complications that were brought on by that pregnancy. The biopsy came back and showed two spots of cancer on my thyroid gland. Um, had I not become pregnant and lost the baby, the cancer likely would have gone undiscovered for quite some time. Um, I like to think that the child may have saved my life. Um, a few weeks later, I had my book published, and then soon after, Perfect Joy Ministries was founded. Um, it's not often that we're able to see the reason for the trials that we face, and this time it was neat to see how God allowed me um, to go through these difficult times and how he took the ashes of this difficult time and turned it into beauty. That's, that's that's great. Thank you for sharing that, and it's amazing how you were able to take you know the, the struggle that you had and and write a book about it, and not just write a book, then and then start a ministry with it. And I I just think that's amazing, and I, I just think that you're it's incredible what you're doing in order to inspire others. Um, is that what drives you in order to help others with it, or what, what drives you with this ministry? I mean, is it is it more that you want to do something about the the kids you had, or is it you know you want to you fulfill you think it's a true calling from God? Um, honestly, I feel like my personality is one that can do this, and I think that God has definitely put each of us on earth to do one thing that only we can do, and um, I honestly, a lot of times I forget my baby's names, and I forget the dates. I had to look up the dates just to <laughs> put them together for this. I honestly, uh, it's not that I don't care at all. It's just that my personality can handle um, it's a, you know, it's strong and I can handle that sort of thing to be able to turn around and share that to someone else. A lot of times people struggle. They're not able to, um, get to a point where they can actually turn that into comforting someone else in particular areas. So, um, I just, I just felt like I had the personality to do it. I was able to, um, push through that and turn it into something that I think only, certain people have the strengths to share and I and I have that ability to speak into someone's life who's lost a child because I have been there so it gives me that ability whereas someone who's not been there really doesn't they're just not going to be listened to so it gives me a, a unique um, door to walk through and um, so I felt like it was it was more of a personality thing I felt like I could do this and I have the strength to do it. That's great. And I think it's a, it's a wonderful ministry. Um, the next question is, you know, at Life Factors, we believe that mentoring saves lives. And I just want to ask you, is there someone that God has used in your life that helped you, you know, overcome something in the past, or they mentored you as a child or as a teenager, someone that's impacted you? Would you be willing to share a story about mentoring in your life? Um, sure. Um, I've actually had a lot of women who touched my life over the years, just on and off. 
Um, but there's one woman actually in my life right now that I would definitely consider to be one of my mentors. Um, Beth is a 30, Proverbs 31 woman in every sense of the phrase. Um, she helps out with our children. She makes certain that my husband and I have date nights every couple of months. I can ask her advice on anything at any time. Um, I love her dearly, and I thank God for her. Um, I'm not. I'm honestly not sure I would have made it through the past few years, especially those difficult years of um, losing children and that sort of thing, without her help and her biblical encouragement and her support. What a great story of mentoring, and I thank you for sharing that. And we all need somebody like that in our life. Um, you know, if you're if you're out there and you're you're trying to go at this alone, you're you're trying to recover from a miscarriage or a stillbirth or um, whatever it is, whether it's something completely different than that. If you're trying to go at it alone, it's way harder that way. Try to get connected to a church. Try to get connected to a, a strong Christian that can uh, help in your life. I mean, and if you're, you're like, I have no idea how to find a mentor. I have no idea to how to, to you know, connect with somebody like that. Pray about it. Pray and ask God. Say, God, I need somebody in my life to help me overcome this. And, and God will provide that person if, 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 if it's his will. And he'll give you somebody to, to mentor you, to guide you along your way. Don't try to go out alone, everything alone. It's, it's honestly, it's not the way to do it. My wife and I, we tried to um, overcome our miscarriage by ourselves. We tried to keep it hidden from people. We didn't want to, we didn't announce the pregnancy. And so we wanted to try to keep it to ourselves. And honestly, it was, that was a, a poor decision on our part. We should have went out and sought advice mm-hmm. from people. We should have went out and sought support from people in our church and from family. And we told some, you know, we told close family and stuff like that about it. But we should have went out and told others and, and tried to find, you know, find support. And that, that goes with anything in your life. If you're struggling, go mm-hmm. find support. Go to Christians and share those burdens with others. Um, it's a really important thing to do. The next question I have for you is, we all have seasons of success and failure. Uh, Holly, would you please share with us about a time where God was abundantly blessing your life? Uh, maybe a, a moment after you know a big promotion or something major you know happened to your life, some big blessing happened to your life. Just take a moment to tell us whatever comes to your mind. All right. This is another question that um, the answer might sound a little bit over-spiritual, and um, I don't intend it to be that way. I honestly feel this way. Um, honestly, I've come to see that my trials have been my true blessings, and I think sometimes it takes seasons of trials over and over again to get to the point where you can actually say that, and um, God has given, I guess it's an opportunity, me an opportunity to go through I guess some big life experiences at a young age and I was able to, um, with his grace overcome them. And now I look back and I'm like, wow. Um, I can see that those were the times that I really grew in my faith and in my walk with God. Um, I don't enjoy the, or it's not that I don't enjoy the easy moments, um, so to speak, but I do look forward to seeing the amazing way that God is going to work through those rough times. Um, Laura's story, song, Blessings, really speaks to this. I um, actually named the first baby we lost Blessing because of that song. Um, I really feel that even in the darkest moments of heartbreak, that the blessings of God are interwoven in the pain. Uh, I've seen this over and over again in my life. I've learned to be thankful and joyful in the middle of the storms instead of waiting for them to end. I always tell the ladies in our support group that if they wait for the good times to be content, they're going to waste their lives. Life is full of trials, and we've been promised that. So if we can learn to live victoriously in the midst of them, we're going to truly be blessed. That's great. Thank you for that that answer. Um, 
and I'm definitely I'll have a link to that Laura Story um, song in the in the show notes of this episode. The next thing is our, our fast factors. Holly, are you ready for our mm-hmm. fast factors round, which is a series of questions, and you answer them as quickly as able? Yes, I am. Okay, here we go. Uh, t- today's questions have been tailored a little bit to National Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. The first question is, what are some books, magazines, or websites that you would recommend to others going through pregnancy or infant loss for healing and hope? Okay. Um, well, the first book that comes to my mind is not actually um, just about infant loss, but it is about um, just going through grief. Um, it's called Blink Once for Yes by the Grace of God, and that's by Peyton Edwards. And then I actually added music. I hope you don't mind, because music speaks to me almost more than the written word. Um, the the song that is really just an, it's a newer song um, by Casting Crown, the song Just Be Held has some amazing words in it, um, just talking about how your world's not falling apart, it's falling into place, and he's painting beauty with the ashes. That's great. And, and go ahead, let's talk about your book, too. <laughs> don't, don't ignore your book. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, um, our book, the, I say our book because there's actually 15 other women that wrote with me as well, um, and their stories are in there, and between my stories, and um, it's not just a story of my loss. It's a story of how to overcome. And um, so I think it's it's good for any kind of grief. My mom actually read it after she lost her mom, and she was she said she was really encouraged. So it's it's a book for anybody, and it also can help those who have never gone through it to kind of get a picture of what it's like. Okay, that's great. And, and we'll definitely have links to these. Now, is your book available just on your website, or is it on Amazon? Oh, it's on Amazon.com and it's on BarnesandNoble.com. It's Joy Comes with the Morning, M O U R N I N G. Great. Is there any other any other books or magazines or websites? Anything else you want to add to this resource list that we're going to highlight? Um, I don't think so off the top of my head. I have a ton of them on my website as well, but yeah. We'll add a link to. Do you have a resource page on your website, or is it just kind of? The yes, website? I do. Okay, I'll yep, add a link to your your resource page. Okay, and we actually have a list of music resources there, too. Okay, okay, great. So if you're listening to this, go to lifefactors.org, click on this episode, and all these resources and everything are going to be listed uh, for you, and you can go and click throughout those and find what you need in order to heal from this because, it's honestly, you need to find healing through this, this whole situation. Number two, what is an exciting project that God has you working on right now with Perfect Joy Ministries? Okay, um, well, I'm actually extremely excited. We're going to be hosting a women's loss, loss and grief seminar in the fall of next year. This is a huge project. Um, we have an amazing lineup of speakers. It's going to be an, like a one-day Saturday event, um, speakers, lunch, everything. Um, the very first of its kind in our area, and we're excited to see what God's going to do with that. Okay. Now, is that available for anybody to come to it, or is it I mean, is it? Sure. Yep. It's or? actually... Yep, it's actually open to anybody, and it's it's not even just about child loss. It's about grief and loss in general. So it could be the loss of health, the loss of parents, um, the loss of a job, anything that you've gone through that is a huge loss in your life that you're trying to deal with. Okay, so we'll add a link to that event as well. Is that on your website? There's a link to it? Um, we are working on getting that together. It's still a year away, so we've got oh, okay. it. That will be on our website. Yes, absolutely, it will okay. be. Yep, but that's going to be held at um, a church here in Appalachian, the South Appalachian. 
Okay, let me know, yep. and we'll, we'll try to highlight that on our, our website as well. We okay, okay, great. That. Next thing is, what is a fun fact about you or your ministry that most people do not know that you'd be willing to share? All right, well, fun fact about me is that my favorite food is chicken livers. Chicken Most livers. people don't like that. Yeah, so. Oh, this I mean, I've seen <laughs> They just look gross. <laughs> <laughs> They're cheap, so I learned to like them. <laughs> That's great. Hey, hey, to each his own, I guess. That's what they say. We had a, in my youth, I'm a youth pastor, too, and in our youth group last night, we had Fear Factor Night, and so we had, mm-hmm. we had different rounds of um, things they had to eat in the first round. Was, and we, we just had, you know, fake stuff and we named them all these gruesome names. And the last, <laughs> the last round, the third round was actual editable bugs that you can get from Amazon, you know, roasted mealworms, mealworms. Like that. I couldn't believe the teenagers. I, Cause we, you know, let them volunteer. We didn't force them to eat it. And they went through that thing and they just, the third round, they just downed those bugs. They didn't even, I mean, <laughs> I had so many teenagers. I couldn't believe how many kids actually went through it. It was it was amazing. No, no, no. <laughs> so, next question: What is a future goal or dream that you wish to achieve someday through your ministry? Okay, well, um, a personal goal myself is to grow old with my husband and have a wonderful influence on my children and grandchildren because I think that is first and foremost important. Um, over and over again, we see both extremes you know we see where you know you can really be involved but you cannot use a choice um and I, I i think i would like my children to be involved in ministry with me i think that's a huge goal of mine is just to see them someday grow up to love and care about other people if they can do that they're going to be showing jesus to others and we concentrate on that a lot in our family that's great, and and I totally agree with you. I, that's one of my dreams too. Is to I would love to do ministry with my my kids. Uh, it would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. next, next question. Please share with us your favorite verse in the Bible, or just a verse that's been inspiring you lately. Okay. Um, well, there's so many, obviously, and it seems like every time I do write a blog or a Bible study, I come up with more. So um, every time they touch you differently. But um, I guess the one that I go to over and over again that always stands out to me is Isaiah forty eleven. It says, he will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. And I think it's really awesome the fact that he not only cares for us um, as his children, but he mentions at the end he leads those that are with young. He He's going to lead us as parents to lead our children. And I, I just, that passage has really encouraged me over the years. That's great. Next question. What is the best practical life advice you have ever received? Okay, this is really funny. Um, it actually came from my husband. Um, it was it was three years after we were married. Um, he's a very wise man. He's very smart. Went to school forever. So he's um, I, I go to him for everything. I consider him my encyclopedia when I don't have the Internet. So, <laughs> so I trust him very much, and he has been um, just – He's just definitely my best friend, and and, um, I just treasure him. But anyways, um, one thing he said to me, was right after we got married, we were living with his parents, and um, it was a tough time, not because of them. They were awesome, and it was great for them to allow us to do that. It was amazing. But um, we were trying to build a home. Um, We both were trying to start jobs. It was just a very difficult time, and I was so unhappy. And he said to me, if you aren't content right now, 
you're never going to be happy or you're never going to be content. Not so much happy, but you're never going to be. And I had to really, that really just kept repeating in my mind until I just prayed and I said, God, I've got to be content right now. And I'm not perfect at it, but wow, what a difference the, I mean, joy comes out of that, being content. And um, that was probably one of the most life-changing things that anybody's ever said to me. Wow, yeah, that's definitely, uh, that's, that's probably some hard words to swallow right then, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, especially coming from my husband. <laughs> <laughs> but some words of wisdom, and I think it speaks to everybody, yes. you know, about being content, yes, I think absolutely. we all struggle with that a little bit, so that's great. Yes. Last question in this round. Um, actually, I have a bonus question, too, after this one. I didn't tell, okay. you, I'll tell you about that one. But th- yeah, that's that's okay. <laughs> Pretend with me for a moment that you just came across a person that just went through a pregnancy or infant loss. This person has trusted Christ as their personal Savior, but they now need some guidance on how to heal after this loss. They have come to you looking for some inspiration. If you only had a few minutes to talk to them, what would you say? All right. Well, the biggest thing that I say to our girls on the website, you've got um, a support group online, a private support group. It's got about 250 ladies on it. Um, the thing that I always tell them, and I feel like I repeat it almost so much that I'm sick of hearing it, but I'm always saying, don't look around, keep looking up. And that is actually in our bundle as well. It's part of the, the prayer pet, the little stuffed animal we include. Um, but if you get your perspective right, the problem is our perspective as humans, we look, we look, you know, along the straight line. We look at what's in front of us. We look what's behind us instead of looking what's above us and at Christ who's over it all and taking care of all of it. And if we look up, all those things around us disappear. We can't even see those things anymore. And it's just been for me, just getting my perspective that things are eternal. And yes, the loss of my babies was very sad and it was very difficult as a human to swallow that. But in the light of eternity, that's a small thing. And it sounds, it sounds terrible. And I don't mean to, um, you know, devalue a life. That's not at all what I mean. But that God is that has, has that in his hand, and he's got that child in his hand. That child's already happy. That child's already perfect in his sight. That child opened its eyes and saw Jesus for the first the first thing. That was that was what he saw. So I have I should not be mourning or grieving the same way that the world would. I need to grieve in perspective with heaven as my final goal, and that's where I'm headed. It's not this world. Um, dwell so much on being happy, being happy, being happy, and life is not about being happy. It's about being Christ-like, and um, I think everything else falls into place after that. And another thing that I tell them is just do the next right thing, because a lot of times we sit there and say, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. Do the next right thing. You don't have to know what to do three months from now, two months from now, a week from now, just do the next thing you can do that is right. And God will direct your steps. And sometimes he gives us five or six steps ahead. But a lot of times his His word is a lamp unto our feet. It doesn't shine into the future for six years. It, it's now, today. Just do today what you can do that's right. And that's 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 the two main things, I guess, that I would say. That's great. So do don't look around. Keep looking up and do the next right thing. And that's great. Yep. Great advice. Um, I thank you for sharing that. I have a bonus question though. The next thing is okay. usually end with only do seven questions and fast factors. But 
And the next question is, Holly, please share with us anything else about how your ministry can serve people uh, that we may not have mentioned. Is there anything that we didn't talk about? I want to make sure we cover what you do, how you do it. I know we talked about the bundles. Is there anything else, um, such as a blog or anything that we didn't didn't mention? Yes, we actually do. We have a blog. It's not um, it used to be. Um, we used to write on it twice a week, and we get to a point where we've almost got enough of information on there that covers our topics that it's it it doesn't need to be done every week. Um, you can sign up for those so that when we do write them, it's usually a couple of months. We don't do a whole lot. So you're not going to get slammed with a ton of stuff. Um, but we have what's called, um, there's a tab on our blog site that says online studies. And if you click on that, you'll get a ton of topics. And if you click on any one of those topics, you'll get a ton of blogs. So you can actually go in and look at anger. You can look at grief. You can look at, we actually have a grief study on there. Um, you can click on any of those and it'll, pull up the blogs that we have done that relate to that topic. And then that way you can kind of narrow down your search. Um, you can always email us directly if there's an issue that you're having and we'll try to send you, we can try to send you links to several of them. Um, but they're, they're, it's pretty easy to go through on that blog site. But yes, that's, uh, we actually did a local support group and those are the, those are the studies that we go through. So um, I had one of my board members is actually a board certified counselor so we used her information as well, and she and I wrote these together. Um, so I've been writing them recently. She hasn't been able to do it, but most of them that are on there are written by both of us. And it's a, it's a huge resource. If you just want to be do this in your own home, you don't have to go out and announce everybody or go to a support group. You can just read that stuff right at home and get some encouragement and support and guidance. And um, it's all straight from Scripture. So, okay, great. yeah, that's a big that's Awesome. Yep. Holly, it's been a privilege to have you on our, our podcast today. Uh, as we close, please share one last piece of in- inspiration with our audience, and then also share with us how we might be able to follow or connect with you in the future through website okay. or social media. Okay. Um, I actually had a quote from Matthew Henry. Um, it's a little complicated sounding, but it, it's a really, it has a really good message. Um, I think a lot of times we feel like somehow we did something wrong to cause these things to happen to us, whether it be a rough childhood or um, the loss of something. Um, But we need to remember that it's a simple world, and it's not always because we did something wrong. I mean, occasionally God does use that to correct us if we are his children, but that is not always the case. Um, So guilt is a huge thing. So this quote was, was really good towards that. It said, extraordinary afflictions are not always the punishment of extraordinary sins, but sometimes the trial of extraordinary graces. Sanctified afflictions are spiritual promotions. In other words, going through those difficult times are just making you stronger in Christ. And um, so looking at it that way as opposed to looking at it as a punishment, and it's a whole lot easier to bear at that point. Um, and, And then just closing the verse, that I put in the inside of my, bio, my, I'm sorry, my book, every time I write my book um, to somebody, I write a note in there, and at the bottom I always put John 8.32, and it says, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And it's true over and over again. You take the truth, you put it in your heart, and once it gets to your soul and you believe it, when it becomes your belief system, your whole life changes. That's great, and thank you for sharing it with us. Um, also, will you give us uh, 
you know, where, where can we follow you? How can we connect with you f- further? Okay. Yep. Um, you can find Perfect Joy Ministries through several different ways. You can go through just Facebook and search for our name. We've got a page there that will give you links to the other sites. Um, you can visit our websites. They're pretty simple. It's just perfectjoyministries.com or our blog site, which is perfectjoyministries.wordpress.com. Um, you can contact us through any of those sites, or you can just email us directly, and that's just the book name, Joy Comes With The Morning at Hotmail.com. Um, if you forget any of that, you can just Google Perfect Joy Ministries, and it'll pop all of it right up. Um, and we'd be thrilled to hear from anybody. We're happy to reply on if you want to help with the ministry. We absolutely need volunteers. We need help. And we have a whole list of things that we can send you that we could use your help with. So um, whether you are looking for help yourself, um, the bundles are free. So we give those out. You have to wait a couple months for them. There's always a waiting list, and it takes us time to put them together. But those are free. To anybody who asks for them, they're paid for by donations. Um, we are a nonprofit, a certified 501c3, so um, it's it's all there. If you want to contact us, we'd be happy to hear from you. Okay, great. Thank you uh, for sharing that information with us. Um, you can find show notes to the show uh, at lifefactors.org. All the links will be there. Um, just check out you know all these different resources that Holly had to share with us. Holly, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. It has been tremendous. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. This podcast is brought to you by ModernFamilyMinistry.com, a resource by Life Factors Ministry. So, you're a pastor, teacher, or ministry leader. Today, there are so many types of families that you're ministering to. Fatherless, motherless, grandparents raising grandkids, blended families, divorced families, foster care, LGBT families, orphans, single moms, single dads, intact families, pastor families, and the list goes on and on. But how can one pastor or even an entire church staff keep up with these families on their own? Well, that is why we created ModernFamilyMinistry.com. As a pastor, teacher, or ministry leader, you are Batman, and we are here to be your Robin, your sidekick to help you with your family ministry. Stop trying to go at it alone. We can help. Join Sean Tice and other ministry leaders who will provide you with the training and resources you need to effectively minister to modern families in your church, school, and community. For more details or to sign up today, please visit ModernFamilyMinistry.com. Thank you for listening to the Life Factors Podcast. We hope that you are now inspired to overcome your past and have a successful future. For additional hope on your journey, such as articles, products, and show notes from today's episode, please visit lifefactors.org.